0: Fear in Relationships Part two, Episode ten on Relationship by Design Podcast. Well, here we well, hello, it's Sandy and Lon, and we are here, and it is twenty twenty. Hope you're having a good start to your new year. It's been a while since we've talked to you.
1: Yeah, we, I suppose, like everybody else, have gotten kind of busy over the last couple of months taking care of uh, ourselves, taking care of our families, taking care of our friends, making sure that the celebrations were fun. And uh, so uh, we were gone for a bit, but we're back.
0: Well, and it's all about relationship. So here we are entering into this conversation today. So you've probably had some time to notice your relationships through the holiday season and uh, maybe had some great moments and maybe even had some moments that weren't so great. So let's look at what's happening when we look at relationship here.
1: Yeah, relationships uh, can get kind of stressed during the holiday season uh, because of what we termed earlier, uh, earlier podcast was uh, strike one is expectations and uh, desires and wants being rooted in fantasies and uh the uh holiday period is a time of a lot of fantasy you know with you know wonderful outings and wonderful gifts and wonderful times with your family and all that stuff and uh, expectations are sufficiently high that uh there often ends up being quite a bit of disappointment uh in uh, family relationships so uh Strike one was uh, probably at work for uh, quite a few of you and uh, quite a few of us uh, with regards to, uh, to the holidays. You know, unrealizable expectations, if you will. Expectations built in the fantasies that kind of surround the holidays.
0: Well, you know, this the second strike also shows up, that fear. You know, because if you look at some things that go on in families, the, you know, there's the Thanksgiving dinner and there's the holiday get togethers of the family and the reunions. There's a lot of fear happening. You know, it's like what topics we don't dare bring up. We're not supposed to talk to that one about that. And so there's a kind of fear in the background that may be quite subtle over the top of the glow of the season. But oftentimes the fear is there as well in kind of a way of strategizing and calculating on how to be in relationship with one or more of the people in your life.
1: Now that's good. So uh, strike two against relationships going in often show up pretty uh, largely, if you will, uh, in the holiday season. Uh, the fear of Not being accepted, the fear as you are, or the fear of doing something wrong, uh, and not being accepted for that. And even, it could even be a little bit of the fear of not getting what you want, or not having it turn out like you want. So, uh, yeah, thank you for that, Sandy. There's a, there's, uh, fear is playing quite a large role, uh, in those holidays, along with, uh, the, Unfulfilled expectations, yeah, rooted in sure. fantasies. For sure. And, uh, we're now doing episode 10 of our podcasts. And this is the s- part two That's of right. uh, our podcast on, uh, fear in relationships. And, uh, This time, we really want to get into the fear part. We were kind of setting it up last time when we talked about the basis for relationships as promises. So we're going to take uh, a kind of roundabout way, and uh, this will include your participation in a sense. So one of the things that uh, we uh, said last time is that uh, the basis for relationships is uh, promises. And uh, that's the foundation, the base on which relationships stand. We said that the background for relationships could be shared values, could be love, could be affinity, could be uh, uh, shared interests, uh, that kind of thing in terms of what's in the background. But what a relationship stands on is its promises, uh, and like we said, there are many forms of promises in some relationships, like a business relationship, they're called contracts, and in sports relationships, they're called rules. Uh, but they're all forms of promises. This time we want to take a look at and see how does that feed into strike two in relationships, which is that relationships are shaped by fear. Strike two, relationships are shaped by fear. So uh, let's start this way. Remember we had that, Sandy, we had that coaching conversation about yes. uh, when we ask people in our workshops, are you coachable? Yep. Now it sounds like that doesn't have a lot to do with promises, but we'll get around to that. So, uh. So we ask people, are you coachable and ask them to raise their hands? How many people raise their hands?
0: Almost everybody.
1: Pretty much. Yes. Except those people that, no, we have something up our sleeve, and they're wondering. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're hesitant That's at right. the moment, right? That's right. They're sure they're coachable, but they're not sure they want to raise their hand.
1: That's right. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because, uh, you know, if we asked you, if you were coachable, you'd probably say yes because you're uh, being willing to do things that a coach might ask you to do if you've hired a coach. Uh, on the other hand, we often point out, and we probably point out in the case of, uh, you're listening to this, that you really aren't coachable. That, uh, there are conditions. That is to say, uh, your not coachable you're coachable as long as certain conditions are met so we accuse people of not being coachable and they get upset sometimes and then we say well you're not coachable you're coachable as long as you're as, you're coachable with certain conditions you're coachable as long as uh, the coach doesn't press too hard or the coach doesn't ask you to do something that you're in your opinion you don't uh, think you should do or,
0: or or that you know it makes sense or it looks like it's, you know, fits with your own sense of values or.
1: Yeah. So. And uh, and uh, I don't know, maybe isn't illegal or immoral or any of those things. But when it comes around to it, what goes along with each one of those conditions is for me. That is to say, as long as it makes sense to me, I'm coachable. As long as it doesn't, uh, get in the way of my beliefs, I'm coachable. If it doesn't, uh, if it isn't too difficult for me to do, I'm coachable, but it's all about for me. So what we're asking you to see is that you're coachable as long as it meets your conditions that you actually have the ultimate say uh, the coach doesn't. One of the things that's interesting about that is that a, that a really effective coach takes you to places that are usually are uncomfortable or are new for you. But, uh, for the most part, what people do then is to, in a sense, overrule the coach. And that actually inhibits them from going into new territory that the coach might take them into. So at any rate, uh, with that in the background, we've got a question for you. We say the basis for relationships are promises or commitments. And the question is, are you committed? And now you know what the answer is, obviously, you're not committed, you're committed as long as. It's not bad, it's not wrong, it's not strange, it's actually very normal, and there's nothing wrong with it. But the truth is, every one of us human beings are uh, committed as long as, and there are certain conditions that shape our commitments. So another way of saying it, if you look at commitments as in our preference, because people hear it more powerfully, as promises, then you got to see that there are conditions to the promises. Again, not bad, but as long as's are there. And in promises in relationships, you know, we could identify some of the as long as is as long as you don't cheat on me, as long as you don't um, press too hard and make me do things that I don't want to do and I'm, keep my promises as long as. What are some of your as long as is?
0: Well, as long as you don't take all the money and leave me <laughs> with none. Um, one another one I I think I might have seems silly, but is there is that you don't. Uh, hurt or harm uh, me or our children physically, right. you know, like you don't beat us.
1: Yeah. 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 And some of those are very, very obvious, but some of them are quite subtle. As a matter of fact, in our workshop, some people are really uh, surprised that there's, when they start to think about it, they have as long as is or conditions that they had not thought about. But when you really think about it, they are there. So now here's where the fear comes in. Here you are, knowing that you have conditions to the promises, that you have little escape routes, if you need them, if you will, from the relationship. So you know, I mean, you really do know that your partner has those two. And if you sat down and talked about them, the two of you could probably identify a lot of the, as long as, is a lot of the conditions that you have to your promises, those promises that form the Basis for the relationship in a marriage, it's, I promise to love, honor, and cherish in many, in many weddings and till death parts us. But then there's as long as, as long as you don't, as long as I don't, you know, that kind of a thing. So it's really worthwhile to see that those conditions are there. You have them and your partner has them. The problem is. You don't know exactly what your partner's conditions are. You have a sense for some of them, but you don't know exactly what they are. So the question is, what is the experience when you know that your partner have con, has conditions, has as long as is to the relationship, and you don't know exactly what they are? What's that experience like?
0: Well, you're actually a little bit afraid, you mm-hmm. know, to kind of step over that boundary and you don't quite know where it is.
1: Exactly. Yeah,
0: so you kind of are a little careful, a little withheld, a little bit concerned mm-hmm. about should yeah. something happen.
1: Yeah. So fear. Fear arises because you are you don't know what the conditions are. You don't know what the exact game is when it comes right onto it in our book it's uh, we got a little illustration of a guy walking through a minefield and you don't know exactly where to step where you might set off your partner's as long as is where you might set off your partner's conditions and your partner says okay that's it so one of the things that we're asking you to see is that in our relationships while the background is love the background is liking for the background is shared interests underneath all of that are these conditions that haven't been communicated and it's interesting if you think of we talked about last time about having an image of a snow globe a couple standing inside of a globe and the i don't know the water in the globe or the whatever that acid glycerin glycerin in mm-hmm. the in the globe is uh, in that background that glycerin or that water could be representative of the uh, love and the liking for and the shared interests etc and the and the two people are actually standing on the base of the snow globe those are the promises and when you kind of shake up the base that is to say when the snow globe is shaken you see a lot of snow, and the snow starts to be what you see rather than the clarity of the glycerin or the water. And what that snow is in our little analogy here is fear. So fear starts to obscure the love and the liking for and the interests, etc. And fear begins to shape the relationship. So we're asking you to see one Strike 1 in relationships is that it's based most relationships are based in a fantasy what you're looking for is the fantasy of having what you want all the time everywhere with everyone
0: forever, forever. <laughs>
1: right. and since there's no such time forever it's a got to be a fantasy and it's not you know uh, realizable if you will so strike 2 is that uh, fear in the background and the other uh, aspect of fear that's kind of shapes the relationship is the fear of not having all of what you want in the relationship. So, uh, that's what we'd like to leave you with. Not like it's bad, not like it's wrong, but how much fear is actually shaping. Oh, one other thing it should be uh, useful to look at. When you first get in a relationship, if you really look, you'll see that there's some concern there. Will she like the way I'm dressed? Will she like the where I'm taking her for dinner? Will he uh, approve my
0: well, what uh, I'm wearing and how I look and, you know, does he see me to be the right kind of woman that, you know, he or she would like to have in their life?
1: Yeah. And are they going to accept the, uh, the background that I have or the experience that I have for this job? Or uh, am I going to be able to run fast enough to be part of the team? That is to say, when you really look at it, going into any relationship, even when you were young, except when you were very young and you were just open and alive. Uh, but uh, starting probably pretty early in life, somewhere in the four or five year old, you start to experience some concerns or fears uh, in relationships. So one of the things that we'd like you to see is it's not bad. It's not wrong. It's something to be awake to that there are a couple of strikes and there'll be a third one, which we'll get into next time. There's a strike against relationships because you're rooted. It's rooted in fantasy and it you'll be disappointed. And two, it's shaped by fear so that you will be careful watching out careful with what you say kind of, uh, Oh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, editing. Editing.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: what you uh, are actually willing to express. Kind of
0: judging and assessing yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so very hard to be actually right there yeah. in the moment. Yeah. Because what you've got is you've got all these other things that are in a way, you know, shaping how you're being related. Yeah. Even now.
1: And your fear, you have a fear of your partner stepping on one of your landmines, one of your conditions, and you have... You know your fear of you stepping on one of your partner's conditions. Yep. So there's it's there's in most relationships a certain tentativeness mm-hmm. uh, that uh, seems to take place, and uh, I guess after a while you start to learn more and more of your partner's conditions, but then they become raw spots in the relationship. So at any rate, uh, we'd like you to see that in uh, next episode or at least the next time we're together, maybe we'll have some other episodes in between, uh, we'll uh, get into strike three with regards to relationships.
0: If you'd like to find out more about the programs and the workshops offered by Relationship by Design, come by relationshipbydesign.com. And follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you catch your podcasts.